Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Health Made podcast. I'm Georgie, your host, and my mission is to be your guide on an incredible journey toward health, healing, and happiness. This podcast is for anyone seeking to understand true holistic well being while exploring the realms of the mind, body, and soul. Join me as I delve into insights that have not only helped me through my own personal challenges, but have also benefited the thousands of women I've had the privilege of working with. From overcoming negative body image, struggling with self-worth and self-sabotaging behaviors, to navigating heartbreaks, life as an introvert, and undergoing a spiritual transformation. If there is anything you can take from these episodes, I hope it's the realization that you can live an abundant, fulfilling life that feels authentic to you, and you are never alone on this journey of self-discovery. I'm so grateful that you're tuning in. Let's jump into the episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to episode four of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about a slightly controversial, but hopefully interesting and insightful topic. The experience itself uh, for me was certainly insightful and that's what I want to share today is my story with psychedelic therapy. Now I don't want anyone to be thinking that this is irresponsible of me to be sharing if that is you and I, I don't think anyone out there will be thinking that but if you are then I really encourage you to stick around because this is something that has had the most profound and positive impact on my life for what has been the most turbulent year. (laughs) Uh, I don't think that I would have coped as well if I hadn't had these psychedelic experiences. I feel like they were almost setting me up or preparing me for everything that's happened this year. And without going into too much detail, this year has probably, the best word for me to describe this year, has been just feelings of loss. I lost my grandpa early on in the year. I fell in love and that relationship did not end well. Um, And behind all of that, I have been dealing and I say trying to cope with the loss of a loved one mentally. Now, what I mean by that is they are physically still here, but sadly, mentally, they have declined to the point where there has had to be a level of acceptance um, that they are not kind of who they they're not who I remember them to be. And I think without the psychedelic therapy, I wouldn't have really had the tools or maybe the strength to deal with these things and get on with life the way that I have. So it's definitely been a positive thing. I do know that there are people out there who have had quite traumatic trips. I definitely had uh, some traumatic moments in my trip, but thankfully kind of brought it back around and I will obviously share that with you during this podcast um, but it's not something to be taken lightly and this is just me sharing my experience what you do with that as a responsible adult who hopefully knows yourself um, you can do with this information as you please so to give you a bit of background as to why I decided to to do some psychedelics or maybe I give you a little bit of background on what psychedelics actually are So the psychedelics I've done were psilocybin and they are now being more commonly used in certain countries in the world where it is legal. They are being used to help treat certain mental health conditions. They are not legal in the UK. So like I said, please don't just go and put some mushrooms in your eyeballs and think that um, you're going to be fine. 
I did do my psychedelic therapy in Amsterdam where it is 100% legal and it's essentially a plant medicine that can dissolve the ego and unlock the unconscious mind and I had never done any form of drugs in my life. I don't even like getting drunk anymore but it's not something I've done for like enjoyment. And honestly, it kind of all comes down to the fact that I do not like the loss of control in my mind. And so, you know, drugs really haven't appealed to me for so long. And I'd never really heard about psychedelics until the end of last year, I kept meeting people or having conversations with people who would share this with me and quite like randomly it wouldn't be something I ask about they'd kind of bring it up and again if you believe in signs from the universe (laughs) I kept thinking why do I keep hearing this message it hasn't been anything that I've heard of before and now I'm meeting all of these people who've had these really profound experiences with psychedelics and so I got super curious with it and I would say towards the end of last year I was in a headspace where I was very fixated on my past and holding a lot of resentment towards people and confusion around stuff that had kind of happened in my childhood and just wanting answers and clarity. I felt like it was really holding me back from moving forward and I kept ruminating on this stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going to go do these psychedelics and this is going to give me all of the answers, (laughs) which by the way, guys, is the worst thing to do. Do not go into a psychedelic experience looking for answers. But I started researching it and I wanted to do it with someone that I felt super safe with and knew exactly what they were doing. So I started to research trip sitters and and psychedelic facilitators. And I found this wonderful company uh, over in Amsterdam in the Netherlands who are called A Whole New High. Uh, And they basically have private facilitators who come to your Airbnb and they facilitate the session and they administer plant medicine and they kind of guide you through the whole experience, take you through some intention setting and some integration afterwards. So committed to that beginning of this year, flew out to Amsterdam, found myself an Airbnb. I'd committed to doing two psychedelic sessions and they had a full day in between. It's not actually that advisable to do them too close together because you definitely need an integration time afterwards. It can be quite a lot to handle, but for financial reasons and time reasons, I was like, let's just club them together. So I did them with one day in between, but I had an incredible woman called Caro, who was also an energy healer. She was facilitating my sessions. So she came in the morning and we sat down for an hour, just kind of got to know each other. She obviously wanted to make sure that I was comfortable. We sat down and kind of got clear on my intention. And this is where she, she really called me out and was like, you cannot go into a, into a mushroom trip wanting answers you have to surrender to the fact that you could be shown anything and you're not there's a saying you're not going to get the trip you want you're going to get the trip you need and so for me as I was going into it being like I need answers I need clarity I very quickly changed that to I guess release anything that I was holding on to and to be shown something that would help me move forward so I guess a lot of self-trust We then, to give you a little rundown of like what happens in a psychedelic session, Caro kind of explained the process to me. 
she blessed the medicine, the mushrooms. And for me, it came in a powder that we mixed with a little bit of lemon juice and it made this kind of paste, which oh, I could still, I could still remember the taste. It's, it's not the nicest. Um, they say for like a intense mushroom trip, you need anything from three to five grams. And with it being my first, she was like, let's start with three grams. So there I was chugging back three grams of magic mushrooms, absolutely crapping myself. Honestly, if, you, if you're someone like me and you don't like losing control with alcohol and you've never done drugs before, I had no idea what to expect. But I was like, I feel super ready to do this. I'm trusting that this is the right process. Let's just go for it. And once it once it's in, you, you, you can't undo it. You can't take it out. Um, and then she did this beautiful protective meditation for me. Now, one thing I also did was a substance called Hape, which is like a shamanic snuff. So it's like a super fine powder, which is basically tobacco. And it's blown up your nose through a pipe by like a shaman, or for me, it was by Caro. And it basically, oh, it, it's horrible. It like clears out all your passages and then it drips down your throat and you have to kind of like spit it out. <laughs> Not the most uh, attractive thing to describe, but that is a substance that's supposed to get you out of your head and into your body. And because I'd explained, explained to her that I'm kind of a bit controlling with my mind, she was like, okay, let's, let's do this happy and it should help you get into your body. And then she did the protective meditation because when you go into a psychedelic experience and you kind of open up that consciousness, you are exposing your energy, your body, um, your aura to negative energy as well. So you need to essentially make sure that you have protected yourself energetically in some way. So we did this beautiful meditation and I was told it could take anything from like 15 to 30 minutes for the mushrooms to kick in. Now, the meditation took 30 minutes. I was lying there with an eye mask on, like wrapped up in a duvet, super comfortable. And I was just there kind of waiting for it to kick in. And because I'd never done it before, I was really expecting to like literally see things. And obviously I had an eye mask on and my eyes were closed, so I couldn't actually see things. But what I thought would happen was actually very different to what does happen. And it's kind of like just really clear visions that it's, it's almost like you're in a, in a dream, but I was getting none of this. And an hour in, she sort of checked in on me. She was like, oh, you're right. Like, what, what are you, what are you experiencing? And I like lifted up my eye mask and I was like, nothing. I feel fine. I feel normal. Everything looks like it should. And I remember being quite frustrated. So I think at that point, maybe something had kicked in. And I even stood up and walked around and I was like, I'm not supposed to be able to walk around. I'm supposed to be in this multiverse with the butterflies and the rainbows. And she sort of, she was quite shocked because she was like, wow, I've never, never known it to take this long to kick in. And then we actually had this conversation about how if you have a controlling mind, you can really, you can really fight it. And I sort of said to her, but I'm not even feeling like I feel no different. So she did actually boost me, which you can do within like an hour of your initial dose. And I just took another half gram and then it did start to kick in. I went through a real battle of letting go. And there was, I'd say quite a lot of fear at the time. It felt like a lot of fear, but having gone through my second trip, I know that this was very minor. I remember like getting frustrated at myself 
because my mind was kind of like trying to stay with that present moment of like, I'm in this room, she's sitting over there and I just couldn't let go. I remember then thinking, oh, okay, well, I just need to think about this memory that I want answers for. But I was hit with this voice that just said to me, like, you are not ready. And that frustrated the hell out of me because I was like, I am, I'm ready, I'm surrendering. This is all happening at the right time. And when you try and do that in psychedelics, you just make your experience worse because you are not supposed to be able to control it. You're supposed to let it show you what it needs to show you. But I think Caro could see that I was really struggling. And so I remember her coming and sitting next to me and just telling me to breathe and relax and let go. I did. And when I mean let go, I meant I stopped trying to control it. And I just went, just show me. And I think at that point, all of the the mushrooms had kind of kicked in. And I went to this, I went to Disneyland Paris, which was where I went with my mom and dad when I was younger. I started walking with dinosaurs. I remember at one point, Cara actually putting her hand on my tummy. So because she is an energy healer, she can kind of uh, sense things and energy flows and blockages in your body. And she, she put her hand on my tummy. And I just remember feeling this like joy and happiness. And I just started laughing and I was like, oh, okay, this, this is how, this is, this is the good experience that I kind of wanted. I then had a really bizarre experience, which was bizarre at the time, but now kind of makes so much sense. And I get kind of freaked out when I talk about this with friends or when I even just think about this, because there have been multiple experiences that I've had in a psychedelic trip that have kind of come true or like happened in real life, or I couldn't make sense of them at the time. And then something happens later and I'm like, oh shit, I like preempted this. And there's part of my brain that goes, oh my God, did I, did I predict the future or did I actually create this? (laughs) I don't know. But the one thing I will take away from this trip was a huge sense of gratitude towards someone that I never thought I would feel grateful for. And at the time, it was really weird for me. Like At the time in the trip, I was just so in it. It didn't feel weird. But afterwards, I remember coming out being like, well, that's, uh, that's new. Because I sensed this profound gratitude for someone who I actually disliked at the time. And she will have no problem with me saying this because we've actually talked about it and laughed about it since. It wasn't really someone I'd ever met. It was actually an ex-girlfriend of the guy that I was, that I just started seeing at the time. I just had visions of us skipping around, holding hands. And I came out of it being like, why the hell did I think about that? Like, what was my unconscious mind trying to tell me? I didn't, I just couldn't process it at the time. And more recently, um, not to go into too much detail, but I am incredibly grateful for her. But when you are in a psychedelic trip, your emotions are completely heightened. So you feel these things like you've never felt them before. And I could feel it like in my tummy, this kind of like bubbling, like, thank you. And just like wanting to hug her. And this sounds all a bit (laughs) bit weird. Um, But again, you can't control what you're shown. Um, in a psychedelic trip. So after that, I kind of came out of it. Um, I decompressed. And the beautiful thing when you're coming out of a trip is you kind of 
you can kind of go in and out. So I remember getting up and walking around thinking I was out of it and then being like, nope, I want to go back in uh, and kind of curling up on the sofa and putting, putting my eye mask on. And then when I was fully out of it, Cara and I sat down and had like an integration session, discussed what happened. And she kind of helped me uh, with some of the insights. And yeah, she did say to me, like I told her I felt grateful for this person that I never thought I'd feel grateful for. And she was like, you don't even need to understand why. (laughs) You just need to have had that experience, which was actually quite a beautiful thing to kind of share. Anyway, went to bed. The next day I woke up, I remember feeling so much peace I remember almost thinking this is so weird that I'm not sitting down needing to like Google things and trying to understand why things were shown to me. I just felt at peace with the experience and I had that whole day to integrate it and think about it before my trip the next day. So Kara came back. We decided I was going to take a higher dose of mushrooms. So I took four grams this time. And again, (laughs) an hour in, absolutely nothing. It did worry me because she was quite shocked. She asked me an hour in, how are you doing? And I lifted up my eye mask and I was like, it's happened again. I'm absolutely fine. Why is four grams, even four grams not worked? And she was like, okay, let's boost you. And she decided to boost me one and a half grams, which would mean I would be on five and a half grams at the end of it. And (laughs) as I was taking the second dose, the first dose hit me. And by this point, I'd already kind of taken half of, of the extra dose. So I freaked out because the first dose had hit me pretty hard. It had just taken ages to step in. I remember looking at her and being like, I'm scared. I have no idea what's going to happen. I started thinking I was going to die. And obviously when you think you're going to die, like I have, I've had, I've struggled with a lot of anxiety and sometimes an elevated heart rate has caused me to kind of go like, oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. What's happening? Like very hypochondriac, (laughs) not even afraid to admit that. But Doing that without mushrooms in your system, I would have freaked out anyway. The fact that the mushrooms had hit me, everything is heightened. And I went through what I can describe as the most scary experience of my entire life, where time stood still and I thought it was never going to end. And I remember just saying to myself, I'm never going to do this again. Why would I do this to myself? Like never again. You don't know what you've done. I just want this to end. It genuinely felt like it was never going to end. Like time, I was watching a clock and it, the clock wasn't moving. And I remember saying to Cara, what can we do? And she, she, she very calmly said, would you like some banana? Cause it will absorb, it will absorb some of it and just sort of take off a little bit of the hit. And I was like, yes, please. So as I'm eating the banana, I then, I don't know if I was picking up on something from her or whether my paranoia got worse, but the fact that she was trying to give me a banana made me think like, why is she worrying? Is she worrying that I've taken too much? And then that just fueled my paranoia. I full on freaked out and she was she was amazing. She was like, look, let me do an energy clearing on you. Because at this point, I kept telling her I feel sick. I'm going to be sick. And I felt, I don't know if you've ever um, experienced this where hopefully you don't experience this a lot, but when you feel like you're going to be sick, you can feel this weird sensation in your jaw and maybe you start creating saliva and you can kind of feel this hurling feeling in your tummy. And I was experiencing that. And I remember saying to her, I need to go and sit by the toilet just in case I'm sick. And she was amazing because she turned to me and she said, if you want to go and sit by the toilet, you absolutely can. But I do just want to let you know 
this is you trying to control the situation. She said to me, you're not going to be sick. You're absolutely fine. If you want to go to the toilet, that's fine. But you just need to let go. Interestingly, I took that on board and I went, okay, fine. I'm going to stay here. She said, lie down. I'm going to do an energy clearing on you. And I had no idea what she meant. I just heard the word lie down. So I was there with my eye mask on, still freaking out. But she put on some really calming music with little birds chirping. And I somehow managed to forget the fact that I was going to die, forget the fact that I was going to throw up. I started having these visions of me walking through a town and it was really dark and miserable and sad and lonely and it's kind of raining and it was foggy and it was just, it wasn't a nice vision. And then I just felt something like lift. I then started walking through this really bright, sunny, happy street. And although there weren't people around me, I felt connected to people. And it's really interesting because afterwards, so when I'd come out of the trip, I sort of said to her, like, what, what did you do? <laughs> and this is when I might, I might lose some of you. I might go a bit too wooey, but this was just my experience. She said to me, I started on your sacral chakra because she said that's where you were feeling sick. So I wanted to start there. And she, <laughs> she went, and when I was focusing there, I, I met this entity. And I say the word entity because we will never be able to fully explain what these things are. They can be energies. They can be things from past lives. They can be things in other realms that we can't even see. So she described to me that she'd seen this entity. It was this little old man with white hair wearing sunglasses and he was lovely, but he, he was a bit confused and he said he'd been there a while and he, he didn't really want to be there. And so she cleared him and like asked him to move on. And then she said she started to feel sick. So basically she sort of explained to me that she'd probably absorbed him, but thankfully she knew how to clear him from herself. So she cleared him and, and, and he moved on, which was interesting for her to say, because that is not, I experienced a little old man leaving. I had experienced something lifting and something going. And I then in going back to in the trip, I will never be able to explain exactly where I went, but I went, I, I literally went to another universe. And as I was experiencing it, I kept thinking to myself, I will never be able to explain this in words. Words don't do this justice. It would almost be offensive to try and explain this place in something so limiting as human words. I do kind of want to try and explain it, but this might be a bit weird. The best way to explain it was probably like, the feeling I had was like an orgasm for the brain. I felt like joy and bliss and wonder and awe to a degree that I have never experienced. And it was this incredible lesson that from this near death experience or what I felt was a death experience at the time, if you can endure that or overcome that, what meets you on the other side is this place of joy and bliss and love and happiness. And that is something that I have really taken and tried to integrate into my life. And I actually have my journal here because I wrote something the day after this trip about fear being an indicator for things that will bring you joy. And if you think about your life and you think about things that you're not that bothered about, do they bring you much joy when you go through them? 
probably not. But those things that you're like, oh my God, this is such a big, this is such a big opportunity, but I'm scared. Can I do it? Do I have the confidence to do it? Do I have the capabilities to do it? When you do those things on the other side is such pride and I guess gratitude for the situation and gratitude for yourself for going through it. Um, but I wrote here, the things we fear the most, are the things that bring us so much joy and wonder that we cannot avoid them. They will feel too much to handle, but what greets you on the other side is something magical that you can't even put into words. It's an emotion far beyond love, gratitude, joy, excitement, and pride. It's everything beyond words. I kind of came out of it being like, right, well, fear is the rite of passage to feeling happy. And I don't mean obviously putting yourself in unsafe situations. I more mean when we have like a limiting belief and and the fear comes from that. If we can step into doing it anyway, the thing that will meet you on the other side is nothing but amazing. And I actually now have this little key tattoo uh, on my arm with a joy symbol in it, just reminding me of that every day. Um, so... Yeah, that was how the rest of that trip played out. And I started, I had so many insights. When you do psychedelics, you almost can't keep up. And I remember Caro saying to me, you know, if you want to share anything, I'm here to talk. And I remember just thinking, as soon as I try and say something out loud, my mind has already moved on to my next insight or my next revelation. Uh, and it's quite hard to write it down or say it out loud. You just kind of have to let the experience happen. God, not to now put a dampener on on my story but I was coming out of that trip I was kind of coming around my phone was obviously on flight mode what they normally recommend after a trip is as I mentioned before like an integration process where you have a day or they actually say that there's something called the afterglow which can be like two three weeks of these insights coming to you and you remember things from your trip that you don't remember in the moment straight afterwards. They kind of come to you. So they recommend that you journal and spend some time alone. Now, I came out of that trip to a message from my sister saying, please, can you call me? And I just knew something had happened to my grandpa that wasn't totally intuitive. It had kind of been a long time where we felt he could pass away at any point. And I came out of the trip and sadly spoke to my sister and my grandpa had had passed away. Obviously, absolutely adored my, gran my grandpa. I wouldn't say I was like super, super close to him, but I wanted to go home, spend time with my family, be there for them. And so I almost had to park my psychedelic experience. You are incredibly vulnerable after something like that. You unlock things from your mind that you never knew were there and you're shown things that you never thought were possible. I just remember thinking... I just need to park this for a few days and go and be with my family, which was, was something I was I was dealing with for the next few months. After all that had happened, I then got back to a place where I almost felt ready to do another trip. And I think you have to be careful after you do have your first psychedelic experience not to chase the high. And I don't mean... Um, in terms of like getting addicted to it, but you can get addicted to the insights and kind of, oh, what can I be shown next? And it is like a powerful self-development tool, but one that needs to be obviously taken with caution. I remember feeling super ready to do one. So I decided to do one with my boyfriend then at the time sitting for me. Honestly, it's probably not something I would recommend. I think if I'm ever going to do another psychedelic experience, I'd probably do it with like a professional sitter or therapist just for kind of like the feeling of safety and 
the blessing of the medicine and the kind of the rituals that go into it as well. And obviously when you do a trip, you are, like I've said, your, your emotions are super, super heightened. So you can either pick up on or be affected by the person kind of that you're with. So decided to do a third trip, did a little anxiety, calming breathwork session to lead me in. <laughs> I remember saying to my boyfriend, you, you know, this isn't going to hit me for an hour, thinking that was a really cool thing. Within 15 minutes, I was gone. And I think different uh, types of mushrooms can have totally different effects on you as well. So this hit me within 15 minutes. I think my main intention going into this trip was, again, to stop getting in my own way and to like really understand where am I holding myself back, almost to like let go of a self-sabotaging self. This was the trip where I literally experienced myself saying goodbye uh, to an old version of myself. And I remember having, almost being totally overwhelmed. I think maybe I did take too strong a dose for what my brain wanted (laughs) at that time because I started having like these thoughts coming at me too fast for me to really handle. It was like a thought. And before I could even hear the thought, another one was coming in. But then I did, this beautiful song came on and I got to this stage where I remember like holding my hands and just saying, thank you, you served me so well, I'm grateful for you, but it's time for you to leave. And I remember hugging, just watching me walk off um, and I just started crying. And what I mean earlier by like, sometimes I think I've predicted the future in some of my trips is this literally happened, not at the time, this trip was back in March, And I'd say in July, August, September, I would say it's been a process of like the last six months up until now. I have, I literally have had like a death and a rebirth of the person that I am and the way that I talk to myself and the habits that I have um, and the way that I am with other people and the identity that I have. I literally had a loss of identity in a good way, a death of an, (laughs) a death of an unserving identity, let's say. And I kind of experienced that in that trip. And then I went to this beautiful place where I met my soul. And I had this conversation with my soul where it told me like, you have so much that you kind of get to do in this life and really make the most of it. And basically telling me all of these things that I was here to do. And it was just beautiful to have this confirmation (laughs) that I have a purpose here. Um, But then Oh God, I don't know if I want to share this. I'm going to share it anyway, because like I said, I think the things that I've experienced in that trip have kind of ended up happening. And the thing that I experienced after that was, I mentioned earlier on at the start that there was someone in my life that was slowly slipping away mentally. And I met this person's soul. So I'd met my soul and I was having conversations with it and it was happy and it was like, you're here for this, 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 this is your purpose. And then I met this person, this other person's soul. It was a completely different experience. They, it was like they were trapped in the human form, but they didn't want to be here anymore. Oh, breaks my heart like thinking about it now because that is kind of what has literally happened within the last few months um but it was a confirmation for me that there is something outside of our physical body 
And I think if all of my learnings over the last few months and the beliefs that I now hold about spirit and soul and source and reincarnation and infinite consciousness, it's kind of been a, a confirmation that we are infinite beings. We we have this physical experience, but it's only like a small part of the picture. We come to this earth to evolve. We come here for certain lessons and and then we we do, we move on. And while that was a really sad experience, with it came a certain level of acceptance. And yeah, I then, moving on, I then had some really weird situations or had a weird situation where at the time my boyfriend had been sitting with me and then he left to go to another room and I had this really weird separation anxiety which I have never had before if you know me you will know I uh, my attachment style is very avoidant I yeah we don't need to go into that now I'm very independent I like my own space and so for someone to literally go into the room next door and for me to have withdrawal symptoms was kind of scary for me. But again, the lesson I learned from that was I remember standing up and walking around and pacing and being like, I need to be okay on my own. What is this? Why am I feeling this separation anxiety? I am strong. I am independent. I don't need anyone. And I came out of it being like, that's such a toxic way to look at life. Yes, have your independence, but we as humans need community. We need connection. We need love. Yes, we need time alone. And I don't suggest that I'm not saying you 100% rely on someone else, but it is okay to reach out for help and to ask people to be there for you. And I remember sheepishly walking in to the room next door and just being like, um, can you come back please? <laughs> um, but I will say, I had quite a ne negative experience after that trip. I definitely had heightened anxiety. And I think that stems from that kind of separation anxiety where I just didn't feel safe on my own. I'd say my afterglow was quite a negative one where I, I could understand at the time, like this will pass. This is like the knock-on effect of having that experience. And it did pass. I was absolutely fine. And lots of lessons were learnt. I did also in that experience, in that third trip, I remember it saying to me or my voice or whatever, whoever was speaking to me, maybe it was my mind, maybe it was something else, um, saying, you do not need to do this for a while. And actually that came to me very early on in the trip. So I remember going into it and then I heard this voice of being like, you don't need to do this anymore. Oh shit, this is literally just kicking in and I can't, I can't undo it. So yeah, I have taken a break from doing psychedelics. I, I am probably the most at peace and calm within myself. And I feel incredibly connected and intuitive and trusting. It sounds cringe, but like a trusting of the universe. And I really have to put that down to the psychedelic experiences I've had. I feel like they were like a catalyst to almost having what I would call like a spiritual awakening. And I think that term can be absolutely overused. I think for me, it is just understanding that there is a power outside of ourselves that we may never be able to explain. But that's the beauty of it is our rational mind cannot make sense of these things, but it feels, it feels like it resonates and I can feel something outside of myself. So I'm not going to go down the, the spiritual awakening route. That could be a topic for another day. Um, but I'm always open to discussing like my experience. I feel like I probably don't need to because now I've just shared 
<laughs> the ins and outs of it. Um, but if it's something you've thought about and you want to have more information about who I went with, I will, I think I can link it in the comment section. No, I'm not on Instagram. I can link it in uh, the description. If you want to reach out and discuss anything with me, my DMs are always open. My Instagram is at Georgie H. Harris, and I would love to chat to you more about this experience. I feel like there was probably a lot I missed out from, but hopefully you can take from this maybe some lessons that you needed to hear without you even having to do any psychedelics. But like I said, my DMs are always open. If you want to chat more, I would absolutely love to talk to you guys. I will hopefully catch up with you in the next one. All right, team, take care. 